You guys are awake? If you're not awake, you'll be awake by the time I'm done. At least somebody's happy about that. All right. Sorry, getting my uh, my note uh, in here. Um, so I have a really weird kind of. Uh, it's not a weird sermon. It's it's a it's a good sermon, but um, it's uh, it's a weird analogy. And, and you guys are going to have to bear with me on this because uh, God was talking to me about this during the week, and He gave me two words, and I was like, "Okay, God, what what do you want me?" Because I'm not one of those guys that plans sermons out for like three weeks ahead and says, "Yeah, I'm going to teach this." Like literally. Um, I, I was finishing up my sermon at like 10.30 last night because I don't, I stew on everything. If Sarah knows me well enough, I, I literally do. I'll take everything God's telling me and put it in a note and then I'll just go over it during the week and say, okay, God, what are you telling me? And I'll take a little note here and then I'll take a little note here. And then Saturday night is my, is about as organized as I can ever get. Um, uh, praise the Lord for that. Um, and so I got it, I get it organized on Sunday and I'm like, okay, God, what, what are you showing me? And I'm laughing during, while he's showing me the things that he's, he, he's telling me. So I, I've got, I'm going to have, I'm going to need a little bit of help today. So Layla's going to help me, but you can sit down. Yep. You get to be, yep. You get to help me, but so you can chill out just for a minute. Um, but I'm going to, I needed a prop. So I'm, I'm getting a prop. Um, there we go. I get a ladder. So this is, if you guys don't know this, um, this is a ladder. Yep. See, okay. So bear with me. There you go. If you guys don't know what a ladder's for, go look it up on the internet. Um, but so what do we use ladders for? Those people who do know what a ladder is, you climb up. Yeah. You reach high places. So you, you know, if you want to poke the ceiling tile, you get up there and you poke the ceiling tile. Um, but what happens is, is this, is when we're on this ladder, so as any, everybody knows, and anybody that has to be OSHA certified is now cringing while I'm doing this side. So we don't go up this side, and we go up this side. Wide steps are good, narrow, narrow little baby steps are not good. Um, but when we get to the top, so I can see over all of your heads. If you guys were all standing, I couldn't see over. But what happens is, is when I get up higher, I have perspective. So I get up higher, I have perspective. And then this is totally not, is anybody who works in a factory or any kind of construction is like, no, you can't do this. This is totally, OSHA will shut you down. I never do this at home or anywhere else. So up here, I can see everything. I can see that Nicole has coffee. Nate has a rural king hat on. And so I have a better perspective. I can see everybody. So like right now, I can't see Daniel because Jade's in uh, front of me, front of him, excuse me, recording me. And so when I get up there, I have a better perspective on things. Um, but what happens is, is this is, so we see this. We have two feet. This has four feet. This is like a ladder demonstration. I could be a salesman for like a ladder company. This is great. So... Okay, so this is always great. When you see a guy go up a ladder and he starts climbing and he starts climbing and, well, you know, I'm not going to explain it. Um, Sue, will you grab the lights? Jordan, can you play that for me? All right. So as you can see, most of the time it doesn't end up well when you have a ladder, you know, like this because you need a little extra angle on it. Um, anybody that works like, 
you know, maintenance or in a factory or anything like that. They're, they literally, you know, you have to make sure that you're, you're safe and, and trust me, I've never fallen from a ladder. I've watched guys walk a ladder, which is great. And then I've watched guys try to walk a ladder and fall over, which is even funnier. Um, and I'm not trying to be mean, but as we see from that video, it can be dangerous. And it's fun watching those videos. I watched like 12 of them last night. I just kept watching multiples of them. I just couldn't get enough of them. Um, but what happens is, is this. If you looked at most of those guys, what happened? They were, they were jerry-rigging a, um, a ladder. They were leaning up something. I saw this video last night, and it's a, like in India or some foreign country, and they've got ladders on ladder on ladder uh, taped and tied together to get an air conditioner up to like a 36th floor. And there's a guy carrying an, uh, an air conditioner up multiple ladders. And I'm just like, I'm cringing after like the first step. And so what happens is, is this, is every one of those guys did not have their ladder on what? Solid ground. So if I have this like this, and I decide I want to go up and... I'm not even going to get up there. Um, you have to take me to the hospital or something. Um, second time. Um, so uh, this ladder has to be on a firm foundation. We have to have a firm foundation in what we do in life. Without a firm foundation, this is dangerous. You ever been on an old rickety wood ladder that's been around since like the 50s and you're climbing up and it's moving? Um, John was cutting our tree down. Uh, if you guys don't know, our tree that is in our front yard is completely gone. I mean, there's a stump there. And um, so we've got, we've got a step ladder. John has an extension ladder. And so John's like, okay, we need to pull this tree when we cut it with the tractor. So I'm, uh, he's like, run it up there. So I am, I love heights, just love them. I mean, they're just great. And and he's like, run it up there. So I'm, I mean, it's like 30 feet off the ground. And I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm up on the top of that ladder. I'm just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. And I'm just, I'm, I'm like, the wind starts picking up and the tree's moving. And I'm like, oh, no. And John's like, you're fine. I'm like, yeah, don't, don't tell me that. And, but here's the thing. It had a firm foundation, but it was still moving and swaying. So it was like, oh, my gosh, what's going to happen? You get nervous when you get on that. But even a stepladder, as many feet as it has, as awesome as it, if it doesn't have a firm foundation, it will move. It will fall over. You know, like the, the one video you saw, the guy, he's trying to walk that green ladder across the, the room to get something, and he falls and he hurts himself. I don't think there was any injury that we saw that wasn't like a face plant to the cement or, yeah, the guy that got a chandelier dropped on his head. That was just, yeah, that was bad. Um, but... Matthew seven twenty four says, build your house upon the rock. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who builds his house upon a rock. So we need for this, to live with this, we need a firm foundation. So our life has to be put on a firm foundation. I'm not going to go out to the sand dunes and put a ladder up and say, I'm going to go climb a tree and set the ladder up and try to get up the tree and hope that it doesn't fall out from underneath me. So the man who built his house on the sand, what happened? It washed away. So the firm foundation is we have to. We have to. Something sturdy. See, it's not moving. I mean, I can move it a little bit, but it's staying with where it should, and it gives us a place to walk up. I'm going to move this closer because this is an awkward walk back and forth. All right, there we go. So... Without these feet, feet placed on a firm foundation, on a steady ground, they move. 
without our feet placed on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ, we move. We, everything that comes in our way moves us from one way to the next. It talks about in the Gospels, it says that every wind of doctrine that, that, pulls, uh, that will pull people. So what happens is, is when, when life comes, it pushes them. And so if they're like this, so as we see, these feet are on an angle. If life comes, and I'm like, oh, yep, life's good, and then life starts to, yeah, I almost got a little scared there. So um, life comes, and we're like, oh, my gosh, what is happening? This starts to move if it's not on a firm foundation. And so what happens is, is when we place our, our feet in our lives on the firm foundation of Jesus Christ, it secures us to build a life that is firm and rooted and grounded in him. Amen. So 2 Timothy 2.19 says, but God's firm foundation stands. So what happens is this, is in life, we try to build a foundation of our own. We try to build it around um, our, our husbands, our, our wives, our kids, our family, our friends, our jobs. And what happens is, is that moves. That is like the castle built or the house built in the sand. It, it, when the wave comes up, it washes it out. If you guys ever have been out to uh, the outlet at the uh, Stony Lake, it's a completely different direction than what it was. Because what happened is the waves pounded and pounded and pounded and redirected it. But what happens is when we're firmly based on the foundation of God, the waves pound, but they don't redirect us. God directs us. And so what happens is when we build our lives around family, friends, and uh, the job, um, things, it makes our foundation weak because when the economy is good or when it's bad, it, it changes who we are and how we, we view life. And God's like, I want you to be rooted and grounded on my foundation so that when life happens, it doesn't change your perspective of it. Because when you, stand, you ever build a sandcastle next to the beach and every now and then you get a big wave and it'll just knock half of it down. You've got to rebuild it back up. That's how life is without Jesus Christ. Without God in our lives, we, we build this beautiful thing and then one thing in life comes and it hits a wave and it's like, oh my gosh, what, did I, what happened? Where do I go from here? What do I do? And our foundation needs to be secure to take the next step. So if this is not secure, I'm not getting on it. The only reason I got on that ladder going up that tree is because John was standing behind me holding the ladder with both of his feet like this or somehow like that, or maybe he pretended to do it just to make me, maybe make me uh, confident. But I'm not going to take this next step until I know that my foundation is, is secure. My foundation has to be secure for me to take this next step because if I don't, my perspective is going to go, I'm going to get a perspective and then it's going to go down. I'm going to get, I'm, life is going to go good. And I'm like, oh, this is so great. And then the, the water comes in and it washes the foundation and I fall back down. But faith causes us to take steps. So in, in our lives, we have faith. You know, we have faith in, can be misplaced. It can be placed in, like I said before, it can be placed in our family, our friends, our, our, our things, our job, whatever it is, it can be faith, uh, it, our faith can be placed in that. But Unless we build our life upon the rock of Jesus Christ and, and the Father, our foundation will constantly change. Faith causes us to take that step that you would normally not take in life. Faith will make you take radical steps. Foundation has to be secure. Okay, 
God, you asked me to take that step. You know, it's like a, it's like a person who is born again. And they're like, okay, yep, I'm born again. I believe in Jesus Christ. He's my Savior. And God's like, well, I want you to go to the mission field. And they're like, okay. And I want you, I mean, think about Mother Teresa. She literally gave up everything to go to the mission field. I mean, that was a radical step of saying, okay, God. But what happened is, is this. When Mother Teresa took that first step, what, what changed? Her perspective, exactly. She saw something that other people didn't see. Um, one of my f- favorite quotes that is, I normally don't do a lot of, um, I'm not into sports a lot. I mean, I love watching basketball here and there, but Muhammad Ali said this. He goes, he who is not courageous enough to take risk will accomplish nothing in life. That's, that's super powerful. If you're, not, if you're not willing to take risk, you're not going to accomplish anything. And what's great about this is when we, when we have faith in God and we trust in God, taking risk is secure. So when we take that risk, it's secure. And when he says, okay, you're, now you're a missionary, but I want you to go into this country that doesn't believe in me and will persecute people. And he's like, okay, but it's secure. Then I want you to go, I want you, you're going to smuggle the Bibles into China, but it's secure. And what happens is is this, is they get a better perspective of what God has for them. Because the higher we get in our walk with God, and the more faith we have when we're grounded in Him, our perspective of God changes. So my perspective of you guys changes every time I step up. I see different, different. And what happens is, is so many times we... We think our perspective changes, but we don't realize it hasn't changed because we haven't taken that first step. We have to take that first step in order for God to do that. And we have to be bold enough. We have to have enough faith for God to, change, for God, to trust God that when he asks you to do something, that he is faithful and he is going to secure you. So we, we take that first step. And, and one thing I really love is First Samuel seventeen twenty four, and it goes through I think verse forty. And this is David. He's coming out to bring his brothers lunch because David is the least of the family, the youngest brother. His brothers are all, all out fighting. This is the story of David and Goliath, and he's literally bringing his brothers lunch because he's not old enough, tall enough, um, big enough to be a soldier. So he's bringing them lunch, bringing them food, supplies, whatever it is. And the, first, the verse says, and, uh, and there, he, he comes up into the uh, um, spot and he sees Goliath. And it says in verse 24, all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him, him and were much afraid. Every man in Israel, the entire army, saw Goliath and they fled from him because they were afraid of him. And don't get me wrong, this guy's nine foot tall. He's, you know squash you with his fist kind of kind of guy but they all ran from him but david says what what's going on what what are why are you guys all standing back here and he's out in the middle of the field why has no one gone out to face him why has no one ever gone out to face him he's he's mocking you he's mocking our god most of all why are you not going to face face him This 
they didn't have enough trust in their God who had called them out of bondage hundreds of years ago and brought them into the promised land. They didn't have enough faith in their God to take that step out and say, you know, I'm going to go face this man who is mocking my God. Read that chapter. Read, read 17, Second uh, Samuel 17, and see how much faith David had because he had to take that first step. That first step was like, you know what? No, he's mocking God. And I'm not going to let it happen. So he, in that process, David is like, I've killed a bear. I've killed a lion. I'm going to go kill him because he's worse than all of them. He's mocking my God. And so our life has to be, sometimes God's going to say, you need to step out and face your giant. And sometimes it's like, oh boy. And you're like, you sure about that? It's like your giant, and it's like, okay, my giant is here, and God's like, well, you have to take that first step for me to get you to where I need you to go. And you're like, you got the ladder? You sure? You, you, you guys have done this with people. And you're like, I'm going to go up on the ladder. You got this, right? Like, yeah, 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 you got this, right? And that's what, that's what people, they're doing is like, well, I don't trust God enough to do this. But David's like, you know, I trust God because he's, he's delivered me from this, he's delivered me from this. And he's like, I trust God. And, and they, they try to, to say, oh, well, you need this and you need this. He's like, no, I have God who goes with me. So he's like, okay, I've got God. He goes with me. He's got me. He's got me. And David then assumes a different perspective than every one of these quivering men behind him who are hiding on the field because they don't want to face someone who is mocking their God. So David grabs another perspective and he says, oh, I can see what you don't see. I see victory when you see defeat. And so as we take those first steps, Layla, I need your help real quick. So as we take those steps, God's going to call us higher and higher. And then we're, we're here. And it's like, okay, come here. Give Layla a hand. She's beautiful and I love her. She's, okay, so I'm like, okay, that was horrible. Okay, there we go. Yeah, that's right. All right. So as I'm up here and I'm like, okay, Layla needs to, needs to come up. So I'm going to pull her. Come on, get up here. Yeah, get up. Okay. So what is happening? She's not struggling, but what am I doing? I'm struggling, yeah. I, you, can, you can step off the ladder. Be safe. Um, so I'm struggling to pull her up the ladder. You cannot pull someone to your level. If you're here, trying to drag her up to this level does not work. It causes damage in your own life. Because what happens is, is this, is I can be up here and if I'm trying to pull her up, don't do this at home. If I try to pull her up, I'm going to fall flat on my face. I'm going to get hurt. I'm going to get damaged. I'm going to go back to where I was. You can sit down. I love you. So I cannot try to pull her up because it causes me to fail and to go back to where that person is or to fall farther down to wh- from where God has me at this perspective or this perspective. Right. 
So 1 Corinthians 5, 30, or excuse me, 15, 33, and 34 says, So stop fooling yourselves. Evil companions will corrupt good moral and character. Come back to your right senses, senses and awaken to what is right. Repent from your sinful ways, for some have no knowledge of God's wonderful love. You should be ashamed that you have to, that I am writing you this. I love Paul. Paul. Paul is just like brutal and savage. He's just like, he's encouraging me. He's like, you should be ashamed that I'm writing this to you right now. You should know this. But what happens is as Christians, we, we do this. We, oh, oh yes, God. oh, come up here. Come, you've got to see this view. It's awesome up here. And you try to drag people up here. We try to drag people up to this perspective because what we see in God is what they don't see in God at that moment. So we're like, oh, God is, is amazing. It's beautiful. The view is beautiful from here. And we're trying to pull them up. We're trying to drag them up to our level. And all it does is bring us down to theirs. Because all we do is we fall back to where we were. Layla, one more time. So what we're supposed to do is this. So instead of me pulling her, I'm going to stand here and I'm going to be like, Layla, you can do it. You can get up this ladder. You can do it. You can do it. I believe you. I believe you. You can do it. All right. Okay, so what did I do? Encourage her. We, I encouraged her to come up the ladder, not trying to drag her. Yep. Trying to drag someone along on a journey with you that doesn't want to go. That's good. <laughs> we cannot drag them. We have to call them and encourage them. God did not, when G, if you look at the Gospels, Jesus went from, from area to area and he called his disciples didn't say he dragged his disciples away. said he called them. He's like, hey, come up here. I'll make you fishers of men. Yeah. Come up here and I'll give you water that will, you'll never be thirsty again. Yeah. Follow me and see what I have for you. He didn't drag them. Come on, let's go. We got to go up here. You ever tried, uh, when you have little kids and you're walking up a hill and they're like, oh, and you're, dra- you're dragging them, but you tend to do this at the end, you're... You're doing this by the time because you're dragging your children up this hill. Or you're, they're, they're halfway up the hill and they're like, Mommy, Daddy, carry me. <laughs> like, six months ago, Lana's like, can you carry me up this hill? I'm like, you're 12 and 5 foot 3. I can't carry you up this hill. You're, you're half of an adult. You can walk up this hill. So why do we spend so much time trying to drag people uphill when we can encourage them up the hill? Dragging them up the hill, it just wastes our energy. You ever, um, you ever had a kid that doesn't want to do something and they just lock their feet and they're like, yeah. you're pulling them and they're just locking their feet? It's kind of like a mule. You get a mule and the mule just locks up and says, I'm not going anywhere. That's what happens when we try to pull people up. They lock their feet and then all you do is hurt yourself. So Paul says, Hebrews 10, 24 says, and let us consider how we may spur one another on. We encourage one another up to the perspective where God has for us. Not, you've got to do this, you've got to do this. We cannot force, because force is not of God. It says, spur one another on towards love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some have in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another, and all as the more as you, you see the day approaching. If we deliberately keep on sinning after we've received the knowledge of truth, no sacrifice for sins is left. So what Paul is saying is this, is you can, you can try to drag them up, but what you're doing is, all you're doing is bringing that sin 
to the perspective where God wants it to be. So we can't drag sin to God's perspective. Sin has to be left here to go up to God's perspective. For God to, to, you know, we're like, oh, well, you know, I'm just going to do this and God is just going to accept me the way it is. Yes, God loves you. But he's not going to take you to the next level until you leave what has held you back so you can take that first step. You take that first step and you leave what your old life was behind so you can take that perspective step. Every time I take a step, I get a different perspective. But if you ever watch some of these videos, I, I challenge you, go home and watch some of these. These are the best videos ever. Um, and um, there, there's some stupid people, some really, really well-intentioned people climbing up ladders, but they're just not smart. Like I saw a, a picture of a guy that had a ladder leaning off of a balcony. He's standing like this. The ladder's leaning this way. He's standing this, painting something, while another guy is standing on the end of the ladder while it's hanging over a balcony like four stories up because he wanted to paint a railing. And I'm like, so what if this guy like passes out or, or sneezes and, and this guy goes over four stories? This has to be properly secured. No matter who is around you, this has to be properly secured to God. You can't, like, I love watching those videos where they put a ladder on top of a ladder and then they tie it together with rope. Like, yeah, this is going to save me from falling. This is going to secure my foundation. It doesn't work that way. And, and I love watching these guys and they, they take a ladder and they, they go up like this and they're just carrying all kinds of stuff up the ladder and they're, you watch them swaying. The ladder's moving and, they're, and you're like, oh, you're cringing the entire time because you're like, are they going to fall off? And if they fall off, what is this going to look like? And they walk up this, but what, what we don't what we don't do a lot of times in our life is we go, okay, God, you're asking me to take this step. And then you take the next step. What am I not doing? I'm not holding on to the ladder. So what, what happens when, when I walk up like this, I can move. But when I walk up like this, what happens? I'm holding on. I have something that is securing me in my walk of faith. I have something that's securing me while I take that next step, while I get that better perspective. It's stabilizing me. Yeah. Not only is my, the foundation on, on God, but it's securing me. My faith is secure in Him. 1 Corinthians sixteen thirteen says, Be watchful, stand firm in faith, act like men, and be strong. I love that. And what he's saying is, is, you know, we have to be strong to hold on. Sometimes we, we get this, you ever, when your kids are little and they're holding on, they hold on to the, the pinky or they hold on to the, the finger. They're, they're so small that they can't hold, you would take their hand and you're just like, you can crush the whole hand so you got the pinky out. Kids are holding your pinky when you walk. And so many times in our, in our lives, as we move in our lives with faith, we, we don't hold on to God's hand. We're just like, oh, I'll just hold on to his pinky. And what happens is, is this. Oh, hold on. Because we're not holding on to his hand. What happens is we allow God to, to move forward and we're not holding on to him. It's like, okay, yeah, I trust you, I think. Well, I think I trust you. But when we trust him, it is holding on. And this faith is what 
hold us. And I know I'm secure as I walk up. His foundation, my foundation is secure, but my, my trust in him is secure. I'm not up there going, oh no, God, what, what are you doing? I, I, you know, it's not moving back and forth. You're not wondering what God is doing. Saying, oh, well, he's not, God's not at the bottom going. <laughs> you ever get a friend that shakes the ladder on you? Yeah. This is how you respond to him sometimes. <laughs> but, you know, have you ever been on a tall ladder and someone's just like, and they shake it and you're like, whoa. Or the wind picks up. When the wind picks up, if you have a secure hold on to God, you're just like, I don't care what the wind is doing. I don't care what life is doing. I don't care what my health report says. I don't care what my job says. I don't care what my, my finances say. I trust God and he's secure. I put my faith in him and I'm holding on to his hand as I go. It says he will lead me along the still waters. It doesn't say he, he doesn't just say, hey, keep up. You ever followed me anywhere? I just say, keep up. No, it's true. If you, if you follow me when I'm driving, I'm just like, keep up. If you can't keep up, here's the address. He'll meet you there. Yes. I'm always five miles ahead of everybody when in speed and about 50 steps in front of everybody. It's just naturally go, let's go, let's go. But that step is, I know. See, this is life, and until I put this into the foundation of Jesus Christ, until I put this on God, this can move. But once I take that first step of faith, I say, God, I trust you. I believe in you. I know that you have good things for me. I know that you love me. I know that you want me to prosper. I know that you want my family to be healthy. I get a different perspective. My perspective changes. I see what God sees. I hear what God hears. I see his what God sees instead of seeing what man sees. So when I see what God sees, I start to understand what his purpose for my life is and what, my, what his purpose for other people's lives are. When you look at a person and you look at them face to face, you're like, sometimes it's like, well, I, I, I can't see anything else but this in their life. But I take a step up and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I see something else. I see something else. I see the calling God has on their life. I see the purpose that God has for their life. I see the gold in them and I see the good in them and not what's going on. So when you're dealing with life and your foundation is on God and you're dealing with people, you can't drag them up like I was trying to drag Layla up. You watch guys trying to drag stuff up a ladder when they're up a ladder and they're trying to pull things up and and bad things happen. But when I'm asking her, Layla, come up to the next step. Layla, go up here. Layla, come up here. And I'm, I'm encouraging her and I'm talking to her and I'm, I'm helping her along saying, you can do it. I believe in you. It's the same thing God does when we're doing this. Okay, I'm, I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready. He's like, I know you can do it. I know you can get up there. Have you planted your, lad, your foundation? I mean, yes. Okay. Okay. You can do it. So the ladder is worthless until it is put in the proper place in the proper foundation. In our life, if we don't put it on the proper foundation, we don't plant down the way it should be planted down, anytime the wind picks up, life picks up, sickness picks up, it's going to do this. This ladder is not very secure until you put, tr- put weight on it. 
our lives are, never secu- are really never secure until we put faith in Jesus Christ. Because what happens is this ladder, this is the safest spot on the ladder. This is a sa- safe spot on the ladder. This is a safe spot on the ladder. This, there's a reason why it says, do not sit and do not stand on here. Big circle with a crossed out thing on there. Because at here, if it's not grounded, if it's not firm foundation, this goes away. If you don't have a firm foundation and you're like right here, you're like, okay, I can deal with this. But God's like, you know what? Plant it on me. Put your life in me so when I ask you, take these steps. Or your life has a step. It's not moving around. You're not going, oh no, oh no. It's, I'm not moving anywhere. We become unmovable when we plant our faith in Jesus Christ. Our faith should, 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 our faith should secure us. There we go, a lot of S's in there. Our faith should secure us to Jesus Christ and not go, well, God, I don't know what you have for me, but I'm, I want to get to the top of the ladder, but I can't figure out how to get there because it keeps moving on me. And it's like, I need you to trust me. I need you to put your trust in me so I can help secure that. And as we go in life, we have to say, Yo, God, there's times where we'll be at this perspective and something else hits and we're like, nope, not going anywhere. Nope, seems okay. And then the wind comes and we're like, oh no, oh no. And we just, it's like, oh, nope. You ever been on a roof or been on some higher area and you're just sitting up there and then you have to, you're like, oh no, and then you have to hold on with both hands. You know, I used to climb in the rafters of our garage when I was a kid, and um, then I would put my feet over the edge of them and hang down and scare my mom every now and then. Um, but what would happen is that I'd be up in those rafters climbing around, and every now and then my foot would slip. And it's like, oh, you're like, oh, I got it, I got it, I'm okay. A little bit of sweat, you know, you're like, okay, I'm okay. You're like, thank you, Jesus. You're like, I'm, I got this. So when you're here and life hits, we just hold on tighter. When we're here and it's, I don't know where this came from. I don't know why this situation arose. Let's hold on tighter. And and it comes down to this, is when life hits, we hold on to God's hand. And then we squeeze tighter. And as we grow, our hand starts to fit with him instead of holding on to this. I remember my kids, they were little, they'd hold on like this. And then it was a couple fingers. And then it was, and now my kids have monster hands. And it's like, I don't, they just hold my hand. But that's the way it should be with God. As we grow in our walk with God, our hands, our spiritual hands get bigger so that when we hold on to him, we're not slipping away. And so as you guys go out this week, think about, okay, where is, where is my life planted? Where is my life grounded at? Is my life grounded in something that is moving or is it grounded in something that is unmoving? And when we plant our life in Jesus and God, our life becomes unmoving when we have faith in him. When we have faith that he is who he says he is and he'll do what he says he is going to do and that he wants his children blessed and he wants his children healthy and he wants his children whole and he wants your life to be blessed. And he wants you to go through things, but to have joy when you're going through things. That when you go through them, you're not like, oh, God gave up on me. No, he says, I'm, you're going to go through some stuff. And it's going to suck sometimes. But 
when you hold on, you're never going to fall. Let's pray.